Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, good to have you with me. We are on another a pod a day in May. And actually this is not this wasn't the programmed episode for today, which is what is it, day 11. But I posted a picture on Instagram uh, a couple of days ago where I'm at Emma Guns. Please do go and follow me if you aren't already. Of me waxing my nostrils because, well, it's necessary for maintenance for, for this particular woman. And it actually generated a lot of questions, queries, and people asking whether it hurt, people asking whether it was really a good idea. And then there was a wider conversation around hair removal and reduction generally with lots of questions coming in on DM and also in the comments underneath the picture. So herein lies my guide to hair removal from someone who is her suit. I can't, I can't not say it like that, her suit. I feel like I have to own it by giving it a particular sound, her suit. And is never, I'm never not managing hair somewhere. Cripes, what an epitaph that is, geez. Well, there we go. But before we get stuck in, let me please just say this. Your body hair is your choice. If you want to remove it, great. If you don't, that's cool too. I'm not saying for one second that you should remove your facial or your body hair, but if you do, these products and techniques are, as someone who does prefer to remove it, are the ones that I believe to be the best because trust and believe as a consumer, but also as a beauty editor, I've tried pretty much everything. The only thing I've never actually tried is full clinic laser hair removal and that's because I just I couldn't write a feature on it so therefore I couldn't justify taking the treatment for free so there we go so let's start from the top down shall we and by the top down I'm going to start with eyebrows now I am a plucker and I used to get threading at Blink Brow Bar in Harvey Nichols which is a great place to go and get threading but I have found personally that plucking the odd stray rather than regular shaping gets me my best brow Threading is brilliant if your brows grow wild or when they do grow, they are noticeably different shapes or they grow untidily. But my brows are actually fairly tame and I haven't had anyone touch my brows for about four or five years. And I'm just staying on top of stray hairs more than anything else with the odd tweeze. And actually, I feel like they look better than they have done in a, a long while. And great news, side note, is that I somehow seem to have lost all three pairs of tweezers, my emergency tweezers, my bathroom tweezers and my handbag tweezers. So actually, I need to get new tweezers at the moment because my brows are looking a little bit out of control. My recommendation, if you haven't before, is to get someone to shape them for you, but get them to talk you through what they're doing because they can get the mirror up and they can say, right, you have an arch here or you're quite flat here. So what I'm going to do is thin this bit out. And then you can, if you don't want to go and have regular treatments, you can take that on board, make a note, and then you can kind of do that with your own tweezing or whatever it is that you 
would like to use at home. I'm personally not a fan of the overgroomed look, mainly because I'm I'm not an overgroomed woman. I can't pull it off. So I'm all about a tweeze in good light to catch any rogue hairs, but nothing, nothing more. But if you do think that your eyebrows need maintenance, then threading really is excellent. Like I said, I went to Blink Brow Bar, but there are threading places all over the place. But I will put the link to Blink in the show notes. Now nose hair, let's get to the the crux of the matter based on the Instagram post that people were interested in. So nose hair genuinely wasn't something I realized was an issue until I was at a threading appointment at Blink, getting my eyebrows done. And the therapist swiftly moved the thread from my eyebrows to my nose and just started threading away at the hairs that were poking out. And it wasn't until she started doing them that I realized, oh, yeah. I've got nasal hair. Um, I do remember a colleague back in the day, it was my first ever job, just stopping a meeting and going, oh my gosh, you've got you've got a hair like properly curling out of your nose. What a lovely man. Anyway, I do, as a dark haired woman, I do have the odd hair that will poke out and it's, it's not cute. I don't think it's cute. So after that, I tweeze. And then a friend of mine actually bought the Parissa wax. Um, Parissa's a great waxing range actually, but Um, Again, I'll put the link in the show notes. But there's a particular wax in the Parissa range that comes in a tiny little saucepan, 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 um, little green wax. And she told me about waxing the nostrils, about how she'd put it up inside, wait for a bit and then pull it out. And I tried it and I have never looked back. And that's the picture that is on Instagram. I'll link to the Parissa wax in the show notes and I'll do a swipe up on Instagram so you can find it. Um, And I'll save that swipe up to the a pod a day and may highlight on Instagram so it doesn't go anywhere. But you just dip a cotton bud in the wax and when it has cooled down and is you have to wait till the wax is quite uh, has cooled down a bit and is quite thick. Otherwise, it's just going to you know uh, fall off the cotton bud. And when you swirl the cotton bud, don't just coat the cotton because when you pull it, you might just pull the stick out of the cotton not actually pull the wax so make sure you coat the entire um cotton bud and so you get some on the stick too and leave it until it sets then brace yourself and pull it's genuinely not as bad as you think it really really isn't it's not like those hairs are clinging on they they do come out quite quite easily and just to answer the point that was raised by a few people on instagram yes we grow hair in certain places for a reason our underarms our head, our nether regions, etc. And the hair in our nostrils is there to act as a filtration system for potential irritants. So it's a necessary thing. You're not waxing the entire cavity, nasal cavity. That would be a bit extreme. We're just talking about the hairs that can be seen. So really just the just the little bit inside please don't go too far your hair is there for a reason and if you have something like hay fever you don't want to basically give all those irritants um, a free pass right up into your nose so just be mindful of that you're not wanting to catch too many you just want to catch the ones that you'll see there we go now face I'm going to link to a video I filmed with Nadine Baggett for her channel about facial hair removal because I was such a hairy kid and was getting salon facial hair removal treatments from the age of 14, which started with waxing and then moved on to electrolysis. And we talked all about that in the video. So it sort of seems pointless to repeat it here when it already exists somewhere else. And um, it's actually interesting, Nadine's input on that. But over the years, I have honestly tried everything. And until about a year ago, One of my favorite methods of defuzzing my face was to use a Lilibeth brow shaper and because you can gently defuzz. So it sort of looks like a switchblade. It's not. It's basically 
a plastic tool which has a fold down um, part of it. And when you fold it open, that bit has a protective grill on it, but there's a blade. You can't cut yourself, it's very protected. And all you do is you just run it against the face. <laughs> I'm sort of doing it now with my finger. Um, you run it in the direction of hair growth and it just very efficiently slices at an angle any peach fuzz. It's great for peach fuzz. And it just smooths out the hair, sorry, smooths out your skin and you can get um, even thicker hairs. It's great. It's great for blokes as well. But for me personally, like even under my eyebrows sometimes or uh, top lip, great quick solution. Um, and also because you're cutting the hair on an angle, there's no downtime that you might get with tweezing, plucking, waxing, etc. Because you can. I've definitely had spots or milia whiteheads from having uh, from pulling hair out, essentially. So with the Lilybeth Brow Shaper, you don't. It's really, really easy to use. And I've also used an epilator. Uh, the Philips one is the one I have right now. And I use that to tackle hairs on and under my chin. Because anywhere on the face and you could potentially react... But um, And I have reacted on my chin and under my chin. But that's where hairs can get quite tough. That's normally when women will say, oh, I can feel a whisker. But a couple of runs with an epilator would genuinely get rid of them so, so easily. But my head was turned by the Philips Lumea, partly because, if you watch the video with Nadine, you'll see she couldn't quite believe I was epilating. Because um, it's not the most comfortable thing in the world. And I've um, and I have been using the Lumea ever since. Now, the trick to the Lumea is consistency. You have to use it regularly. And also the prep. And to prep, you must trim the hair. Now, you can use something like the Lilibeth Brow Shaper. But I've got to be really honest with you. I prefer to just plain old shave. Ugh. And I know a lot of you were thinking, girl, you're not serious. Well, yes. Yes, I am. And for two reasons. And when I say shave, I mean I use... I mean, I don't use a men's razor because I'm not that bold, but I use, um, what is it? It must be a Gillette razor, which has those protective, um, not protective, but like those soothing things either side of the blade. And I use that on my face. And it really is the best way to prep because the, the way that the Lumea works is it sends the intense pulse light. I'll go into a bit more detail in a second. Um, and it's attracted to the pigment in the hair. And so you want it to, you don't want any interference. So you want that to be just going straight into the follicle and not outside of the follicle. So the closer the hair is cut, the better the, better the effect from what I understand. But also the other reason why I like it, and I know you might think this is bonkers, but when you shave, you, you essentially exfoliate. You also, you make your skin so, so smooth. Trust me, makeup goes on like an absolute dream. And you realise how much interference that hair presents to skincare. And if you're spending money on skincare and you're investing in the right kind of actives and ingredients, you could just be like coating your hair with it. And it almost acts like a barrier to it getting in. I had a treatment called dermaplaning a, a few years ago with Dr. David Jack in Knightsbridge. And he ran a scalpel over my face to remove the top layers of skin. It's quite a hardcore microdermabrasion it's not microdermabrasion, but it's similar treatment where it takes off the dead layers of skin. It's a peel, but with a, it's, it's it, like I said, it's quite hardcore. But the skin it reveals is plump, new and glowing. And, but obviously with taking off the skin with a blade, all the hair is removed. And you realize I genuinely came out of that treatment and thought, gosh, there really is like a whole barrier. That peach fuzz can be catching all the things you're trying to put into your skin I mean, not all the time, but I'm just saying. That's why I'm not too scared of it. And also, if you're using the Lumea, it's not like your hair's then growing back 
very bristly or anything. That whole myth, I get I get a little bit upset by people saying, yeah, but if you shave your hair, it grows back thicker. If hair grew back thicker, every single man would shave their head all day, every day. So it, it doesn't work like that. It just feels a bit thicker because you have a blunt end, but there we go. Um, I know I'm here for it, but I realise a lot of you might think that's a step too far, but I do recommend it. Try it once and see if you like it. Trust me, just for how your foundation looks alone when you've done it, you might be sold. And then being able to then treat your skin with the Lumea is great. So the Lumea uses intense pulse light, which is IPL. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It projects the intense pulse light, the IPL, onto the skin to prevent hair regrowth. And the IPL is attracted to the melanin pigment, the melanin or pigment in your hair, which absorbs the light from the Lumea and transforms it into heat, which zaps the growing cells that make the hair. And therefore the hair's like, do you know what? I can't be bothered to grow next time. I feel a bit tired. Ooh, I've come over all funny. That's the effect. It doesn't happen necessarily first time. It's something that you have to be consistent with and do over again. And all you have to do is run the device over your skin after a patch test to check your hair and skin tones are compatible. Please don't use a Lumea without reading the full instructions because it is a serious piece of kit. It's what used to be used in clinic, made safe for at-home use. So yes, yes, it's something you can use in front of the television on a Sunday evening, but or whichever evening you prefer, but um, proceed with caution. It can smart, but on the whole, it's not painful. Maybe uncomfortable at times, but not painful. But remember, the person saying this to you has had her face waxed with hot wax in a salon, which is like being slapped repeatedly, has had electrolysis in her face, which is where an electric current is sent into each individual hair follicle via a needle. So basically my face might be a bit tougher than most, but still, still, I don't think it's too bad. Now, I use it all over my face, but the Lumea can also be used over the body. So now I'm in a cycle of shaving and zapping, shaving and zapping. So far, I've seen results on my underarms, arms and legs, and of course, my face. But 
mea culpa, I haven't been as consistent as I should be. So I can only imagine how good the results would have been had I been a bit more diligent and a bit more organized. Now I'm using the Lumea Prestige, which has attachments for, for body, face, underarm and bikini. Now let's get to it. Let's just get real. I will do a lot in the name of beauty myself. I dye my own hair. Well, not well, my own root touch up. I'm actually recording this after having had Adam Reed sort out my terrible grey today. But, you know, that's once a year. I find facials a bit of a nonsense, so I just do them myself with good skincare. I do my own blow dries, and most of the time I do my own mani-pedi because I've had all these things done by the best in the business and I've just paid attention and I like being able to then recreate it myself. What's the point in having work with them if you don't pick up some tips, huh? That's my theory. But I realised when I, you know, hour three into using the, the Lumea because, you know, I'm a dark-haired woman, but I realised when I was on the sofa firing intense pulse light into my bikini line that some things need to be left to the professionals. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to put down your tools and say, you know what, I'm tired. And this isn't me. It's not the most comfortable thing to sit on a sofa, like one leg up on an armrest, one leg over there, um, zapping, zapping yourself. Um, well, I'll, <laughs> I'll happily zap some of it. I'm all about the wax. And who knows, I may graduate to getting professional laser on that particular area. But the point I'm trying to make is that it's a damn good device and you can do your whole body if you feel so inclined. But yes, I think it's about time that we talked about bikini waxing. Shall we just get to it? In my experience, the best bikini waxes are done with a wax called Lycon. It's a hot wax usually applied with a spatula that is then cooled and pulled off without any need for strips or anything else. So it's just the wax that cools and then it all comes, sorry about the sound effect, and then it all comes off. It grabs onto any hair. I think I use, lot. there's lots of different types of hot wax that I've had used on me over the years. And I remember, it's probably about eight years ago now, going into a salon, they said, oh, we've got this new wax called Lycon. And that did feel like a step up. It felt like a real game changer because it grabs onto very, very, very short hairs. And it's been my experience that the salons that do Lycon wax do very good, quick, efficient waxing. And it's also been my experience that you get fewer things like ingrown hairs with a Lycon wax. It doesn't seem to um, cause as much irritation or... Yeah, there just doesn't seem to be any downtime. But I just thought, seeing as we're talking bikini waxes, for anyone who's unclear about what to ask for or what the different waxing names mean, here's the lowdown. And actually, I just wanted to confirm what I thought I already knew. And when I went on to do a search for this on the internet, I was really surprised at some of the different names for the same thing. So I'm, I'm hoping that this, this is kind of the edit that will allow you to book the bikini wax that you want so the first one bikini wax anything think about it anything that would poke out the sides of a bikini bottom is waxed off and by bikini bottom I'm not talking about like some Instagram bikini model I'm talking about a classic bikini shape so not a high leg or you know a g-string or anything just a classic bikini bottom a swimsuit that's what your traditional bikini wax is it's very much tidying up little more French wax, which I didn't know about, and I just thought you went from bikini wax to Brazilian, but apparently you don't. Apparently there's a French wax. Um, maybe maybe I haven't been reading the menu because I've just been doing this for too long. And that's when a little more is taken away than the bikini, but all the hair, um, not all the hair, but any hair that is taken, and I guess you can say, I'd like you to go to this point, please. Um, all the hair that's taken is from the top, so nothing underneath is tackled. 
So that's your French wax. Um, Brazilian. Now, this is when your relationship with your waxer moves up a notch. You'll probably be on first name terms. You might even know whether they have children, where they live and where they're going on holiday. The front can be fashioned into whatever you like, a landing strip, a triangle, even your star sign. But everything underneath is removed. And yes, you may find yourself face down on a treatment bed holding open your butt cheeks for this. But don't say it. No. But actually, okay, right. I'm just going to be very, very honest here. Having having hot wax put on your bottom, it's not as bad as you might think. The pulling it off is not as nice, but actually there's something quite comforting about it. I've said too much, let's move on. The Hollywood. This is where you have everything removed from everywhere. So pretty much the Brazilian, except whatever landing strip or star sign is just taken off as well. So it's just goodbye. You're completely smooth. You're a Barbie doll. This is so <laughs> this isn't for everyone. It really isn't for everyone. And I know some people feel very opposed to the idea of the Hollywood, but I'm just telling you here what your options are. Okay? It is an option. I used to put my bikini waxes at work because he has time to have a social life. And so did a couple of friends of mine. And we tried to do we tried to order our bikini waxes in code and it'd be like the receptionist would say, What do you want? Because obviously if you're having a bikini wax, that's a shorter appointment than if you're having a Hollywood because of the yoga positions and various you know, uh, angles that they have to get into and how much they're having to deal with. <laughs> I remember just like really, um, really ballsing up and just, just saying, um, oh, I'd like to go to Beverly Hills, please. <laughs> anyway, forget that. It's Rio, this nice at this time of year. Um, no, don't do that. Just be really honest or take it, I think it must have that must have been before mobile phones. No, it wasn't. But anyway, go outside, make the call in private. That's the that's the lesson to learn from there. So anyway, everyone's hair growth, hair texture, etc., is completely different. For some people, it's constant management. For others, it's the occasional shave or the occasional pluck, the occasional tweeze, the occasional wax, whatever. You know best. I personally wouldn't shave unless I was using an IPL device like the Numea because it grows back so quickly for me. So you're just making more work for yourself. So for me. Before I was using the IPL, I would epilate. And that an epilating worked for me then, and now this combination of shaving and IPL works for me now. I've adapted it recently in the last year or so. I have personally never got on with any at-home waxing, either pots of the stuff that you put in the microwave and use with strip waxes or the, the pre-waxed, what am I trying to say, the pre-loaded wax strips for dealing with legs, underarms, etc. which is why I haven't mentioned them here because I honestly... Every time I've spent my money on them, I've been disappointed. And I don't want you spending your money on them and being disappointed. But that little pan of Parissa wax for things like tidying up your nostrils it is great for the bikini as well if you can't get to the waxer. I'll put the link in the show notes. I think that is a really excellent, excellent product. I hope that that's been interesting. I thought this was going to be a really quick one. Um, I think we've shared a lot here. <laughs> um, if you have any uh, great hair removal or hair reduction tips, tricks that you would like to share, any products that I haven't mentioned that you think I should have mentioned, mention them in the Facebook group. The link to join that closed Facebook group is in the show notes. I'd love to have you over there. It's a lot of fun in that Facebook group. People are awesome. The, my most excellent listeners are the best. Or you can email me on thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. Or if you wanted to say to me, 
Um, Emma, you didn't mention this kind of wax. Then DM me on social media where I'm at Emma Guns uh, on Twitter and also on Instagram. I hope that that was useful. I hope I'm so glad that we were able to take me waxing my nostrils to this full, expansive chat about uh, body hair and facial hair removal. This is what it's all about. Let's adapt. Then um, thank you for everybody who got in touch and said, actually, could you do a pod a day in May on this? Because, hey, I did. I want to be able to make this show useful for you. It's been a delight to have you with me. I will see you on the next one. <laughs>